Vayakel opens, Vayakel Moshe is called Aspen Israel. Moshe gathers Jewish people. He says, I have what to tell you. Kol Adas B'nei Yisrael. That's terminology you only find a couple of times in Chumash. That Moshe Rabbeinu is gathering the entire Ada of the Jewish people. And he says, I have some things to tell you. And he tells them about Shabbos, briefly, two psukim about Shabbos. And then he goes on to tell them, starting Pasuk Dalit, about the, the Mishkan project. So Rabban, Rabban is sensitive to this language. Yaakov Moshe is called Das Ben Yisrael. He gathers the entire Ada, the entire group of the Jewish people. Yichlo, what, what, what's that meant to include? Yichlo called Das Ben Yisrael. That terminology, called Das Ben Yisrael, is meant to include Ha'anashim Ve'ha'anashim. He's gathering both the men and the women. Kikulam is not We're going to see very soon that the response when he when he speaks about the opportunity to donate to the Mishkan, the response is from both the men and the women. He gathers both the men and the women. He gathers the whole Jewish people, and they're all going to hear this. And now he begins to put this into into perspective, and not just perspective, but to appreciate this pasuk looks very, uh, you know, it's a, it, it strikes as the word vayakel maybe. But they sort of move on from this. Ramban says, let's think about this in perspective a little bit, and then let's appreciate how incredible this moment was. We already learned in the end of Kisisa, as we were just talking about a couple minutes ago, we already learned at the end of Kisisa about Moshe Benu wearing the mask, and ready here there about the Jewish people coming and learning from him, and then and then afterwards he put the mask back on. So he had already been teaching Torah to, to the Jewish people. It sounds like particularly the men. See, he taught, and then he put the mask on. Then subsequently, after he began to teach some of the dinim he had learned Tarasinai, he then turns around and says, one second, now we need to gather everyone. Well, what's Ramban doing now? What's he making us sensitive to? There's something that we often don't notice in Chumash. What do you learn Chumash? See, this Chumash, what does this Chumash have over here? What's right before the Mi'avayako? The Hafsara, right? That's a credit question. Except it's not really right before the Mi'avayako. Right before the Mi'avayako, the Chumash is the end of Kisisa. But in our minds, when we learn Chumash, both because we learn Chumash Alpidin, in units of Parashios usually, and because even the way it's printed in the Chumash is often with a break, a new page, a Hafsara in between. So in our minds, we don't necessarily notice the continuity or the discontinuity from the end of one week's session to the beginning of the next one. So the truth is, Ramban is very bothered. If you start from Yaakov, so it's Gavaldic. Yo, Prabhupada, Shmei, gathers everyone into Yisrael, Shabbos, Yisrael, Mishkan, beautiful. But the truth is, if you learn Chomer straight, say one second. Uh, how'd it go? The end of Kisisa, after HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us, gives us a second chance, Mamish, the original second chance, the original Kapoor, so Tzibur, Anyam, Kippur, Yigil, Miyaz, Harachim, Salachti, Kedvarecha, second set of Luchas, 
Then you begin to hear the end of Kisis, some of the Deen of the Moshe Bain is teaching. Petachamar, and the Shalosh Radalim, and so on and so forth. They've got to figure out what they all have to do with each other. They may, be, they may all have to do with avoiding Avodazara, which was obviously a very key central theme post Ego. All these are, are anti Avodazara, either explicitly, don't do Avodazara, or the Yom Tovah were highlighting perhaps the Shalosh Radalim are the anti Avodazara, have the anti Avodazara element to them. Petachamar, perhaps, does as well. And then, as we said, you know, then you hear about Moshe Rabbeinu with the Masve. He's beginning to teach Torah. He's teaching Torah to the Jewish people after he comes down. And that's the last couple of Sukkim. By Chal Moshe Midaberi Tam, he puts on the Masve. They would speak to, 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 to the to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Klai Yisrael would watch. He would teach Torah to the Jewish people. By Yakel Moshe. So Abana is saying, how's that flow? We already heard. He was he gathered Jewish people, teaching Torah to Jewish people. Was it the Vayakel Moshe? So that's what Rabban says. No, no, no. He had already begun to teach in the standard format. So the Rambam talks about uh, the introduction to Mishnahis, how the Rambam, how Moshe Rabbeinu ran his yeshiva, and there were shiurim for Aaron and for for Aaron's sons, for the Zakanim, and then for all the Jewish people. So he had already gone to that regular format of a sort of layered, tiered, tiered shiurim. But then, after he had begun to teach the Torah that Kadosh Baruch Hu Mar Sinai, he then said, "One second. Now we're going to have a we're going to have a convention. We're going to gather all the Jewish people together, men and women. We have to say something evenly to everyone, and that is Shabbos and Mishkan." Chazer betziva vekile lav kol aeda anashim v'nashim v'taf the men, the women, the kids. When does this happen? We talking Shabbos every Yom. Mocharas Ridito. He says it could be, Rabban says, that this was the day after he came down, which is what Rashi says as well. He came to Yom Kippur, and this is Yud Aleph Tishrei. For Omar Lechulam Inyan HaMishkan, Asher Nitztava Bokodim Shavar Haluchos. He tells him about the Mishkan, which, here's Rabban Lashitaso, Rabban is of the opinion, because he, he Rabban generally limits the application of Ein Mukdam Umu'uchar Torah. So Ramban assumes that if Truma Tetzava written Chumash before, before Kisisa, that means that Truma, I think he discusses a month or two ago, that means that Truma Tetzava happened before Kisisa, meaning Truma Tetzava Hashem telling Moshe about the Mishkan, about the Big Day Kahuna. So that happened before the Ego. Karishban, the first time Moshe was on Harsinai, Karishban already told him, we're going to have a Mishkan. This is Rabban's approach, that this was part of the original plan. This is, Mishkan wasn't just a response to the problem of Egel, now Klaus needed a, a method of Kapar. No, it's much more than that. This was part of the original plan. You're going to have Harsinai, you're going to rendezvous with Karish Baruch with incredible intensity, but it's not going to last. The Kedusha of Harsinai came and went, and Akadosh Baruch Hu built in that uh, there's going to be a Mishkan, which is going to be a permanent place, a permanent Mishkan, a permanent Mikdash, a permanent place of ongoing Kedusha and connection with Rebbe Shalom to keep the Harsinai experience going. So the Ramban says, Aha! And now, the day after Yom Kippur, Amar Lokulam Inyinah Mishkan Shetztavu Mitchila, Kodem Shvar Now he's t- he tells the Jewish people the day after Yom Kippur about this idea he already heard months ago. Now, what's the Chiddush in this? What's shocking? What's shocking about that? See, if you would take the approach, which is Alpi Pasha's Rashi's approach and others, 
that Chumat uh, Tzava happened after after Kisisa, that, that one of the later times on Har Sinai, when he was going up to, to beg for Kapara, Kaddish Baruch said, and by the way, the Jewish people need, need, to, need to make a Mishkan, so then it's obvious. He's, now he comes down, and now we have a set, the second set of Luchas, and what do the Jewish people get busy with? Making a Mishkan. That's what Baruch Hashem said. That's part of the recipe, part of the recipe, according to Rashi, for responding to Chete you're going to need ongoing opportunities for Karbanas and Kapara. Ah. According to Ramban, that the Mishkan was part of the original plan, the ideal plan. It was supposed when everything was idyllic. It had Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsov, Maibon Harsinai, Nasa Venishma, and the Karbo said to Moshe Rabbeinu, and everything was wonderful, and by the way, you're going to go back down and you're going to build a Mishkan, we're going to keep this going. Right? So when was he supposed to tell them according to Rabban about building the Mishkan? On what day in the calendar? He's supposed to come down with a beautiful set of luchos on Yud Zayin Tammuz. Shavas Tammuz. That's what Mishnah says at the end of Tainus. One of the five terrible things that happened in Shavas Tammuz is Nishtab Ruha luchos. Shavas Tammuz, which means Shavas Tammuz was supposed to be, were it not for Chetahegel, supposed to be the day that Moshe would come down. An amazing day of, of Nisinas HaTorah, the way Elton Yom Kippur became. That would have been the day that he came down and gave them the luchas, and they would have, he would have on the next day, Yud Ches Thomas, would have told them, Rabbi Yisai, we have an incredible opportunity. We're going to build the Mishkan, and we're going to keep our Sinai going. Oh, that's not what happened. That's what was supposed to happen, according to Ramban. That's not what happened, because instead he came down to Shosh Thomas and he broke the luchas. And then he has to go back up, and maybe he went back up two more times, according to some of the ancient Majrashim. He goes back up, and unsuccessfully comes down Chavtasav, goes back up again, and finally, Salachti Kedvarechai comes back down with the second set of Luchas on Yom Kippur. And now on the day after Yom Kippur, what does he do? He tells them, Rabban says, he tells them, he gathers entire Jewish people together to tell them about the Mishkan. What's shocking about that? It's not clear it's supposed to happen. According to Rashi, the Mishkan was told to Moshe Rabbeinu, this is the response. Chetayel, you better build the Mishkan. But for Ramban, Mishkan was part of the ideal, original, idyllic vision. But we lost the idyllic vision. We were chote. We messed up horrifically. So, okay, now we in Akadosh Baruch is still going to hold on to us. Do we have to get to have a Mishkan? Mishkan isn't Response to ego, maybe you lost that. Mishkan is going to be this unbelievable place of intimacy with the Roshan. So Rabban says, he gathers them all to tell them the Mishkan, Kavish and Israel, even though he had, he had been in Stava before the Shvar Haluchos, one could have imagined that was plan A, and uh, we lost it. We're docked from having a Mishkan. He says, but the Moshe Rabbeinu understood that that we're we're back to where we were. That the, over the course of the Tefillah, Tachanunim and Shuva of Kisisa, we we have a second set of luchas. Hakadosh Baruch renewed his bris with us. We're back to the to the love of with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where is that term, Avos Kululosam? And why is that relevant to this moment in time? 
a little bit of Nevi'im Achronim that you know well. So Chartilach, Chesed Nuraich, Ahavas Kul Osayich. HaKadosh Baruch tells us through the Navi, if you look at footnote 3, Yirmiya Beis, Let's talk about it now. Right after Klaus Hakadosh Baruch Hu married Klaus Yisrael, we were the new the, the newlywed bride who went into the midbar with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So he says that's this moment, and that's this moment of Ayakel, and that maybe is why. That maybe is why. As he's about to say. That might be why Moshe Rabbeinu needs to all of a sudden gather the whole Jewish people. Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching Torah the way he's usually teaching Torah. All of a sudden he needs to gather the whole Jewish people. Why? Well, we know that the Rabban says, I can prove to you that it meant the men and women together because you see the response to the request for donations was men and women together. So clearly, by Yakel, Kol Adas Israel means men, women, and children. But, but why was it necessary to take a different approach? Rabban seems to be saying, because this wasn't just a mitzvah. It was a statement that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is fully investing in us. You, you might think that you were chote and you did tshuva, but it's never going to be like it was. Kamash Malan, that's not the way it works. You were chote, you do tshuva. As the Gemara says, B'makam shebali tshuva omdim afilu tzadikin gemurim e'in yachalama. Sometimes as someone who was chote and went through a tshuva process, might be an even higher madrega than a person who was a tzadik damar, means who never did a chet to begin with. So he says, that's what Klaus are learning. He, get, he needs to, every single Jew, man, woman, child, need to hear this message. Kodesh Baruch Hu is fully back, and you are fully back with him. Therefore, was self-evident to Moshe Rabbeinu. It sounds like Ramban is saying, Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't tell Moshe Rabbeinu, by the way, you should still tell them this. Moshe Rabbeinu understood and shared with God Israel, we're back. We're fully, fully back. It was precarious. We were in a spiritually precarious situation. We did shuva and I davened. And we're back, 100%. If you were originally supposed to have a Mishkan, you're still supposed to have a Mishkan. We're fully made up with the Bonshalom. It doesn't mean there isn't going to be ongoing Onish, but the relationship is, is uh, the relationship is sturdy. And that's that Moshe Bain was now going to tell the Jewish people everything he was told originally, because the relationship is fully alive. By the way, two things. Two, two, uh, to notes. Number one, what else does Moshe Rabbeinu tell them in this Vayakel session when he gathers called Dasmei Yisrael? The second thing he tells them is Mishkan, which, as Rabban is saying, is an expression of that the Avas Kalulos is uh, the love between Akadosh, the romance between Akadosh Baruch and Kali Yisrael is uh, very much alive. What's the first thing that he tells them though? Before Mishkan, he tells them for Tupsukim. Shabbos. He tells them Shabbos. What's shot with that? So Alpidin, this is the source, having the two of Shabbos in advance of Mishkan, this is where we learn the dinim. Shabbos daf memtes, the lamatas malachas are those malachas that were needed for making the Mishkan. That comes from these psukim. The fact that Shabbos is shoulder to shoulder, beginning Parsha Yakel with Mishkan. Okay. Could have happened somewhere else also. What's the significance of Alpipshuto? Of the Rabban is saying, Vayakel is not uh, he's telling the demon. He gave the whole Jewish people to tell them this 
message that Kadosh Baruch Hu is fully back with you. Shuva works, Kadosh Baruch Hu is fully back with you. The second thing he tells them is Mishkan, we understand well, that was an expression of, of the love that Kadosh Baruch Hu is still there. He still wants to share an apartment with you. What's the first thing he tells them is Shabbos? Which speaks to the fact that Shabbos is also a profound expression of love between Hakadosh Baruch and Klal Rav writes in one of the Yotzei Drushes. Explained, it's written. One of the Yotzei Drushes talks about how the Hachanas. We talked about this in Bikiyosh last week. Now, the way the Rambam describes preparing for Tefillah and the way the Rambam describes preparing for Shabbos are very, very similar. Tefillah is a, a, a moment during the day of being Lefnei Hashem, and Shabbos is a day of being with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch the imagery we use of uh, Yom Tif, you go to HaKadosh, literally go to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's home, supposed to be a Leel Ragel, and Shabbos, you invite, invite HaKadosh Baruch Hu into our home. It, it's, it's a time of incredible intimacy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The gift of Shabbos, Ru'u Nasan Hashem Lachem Hashem Shabbos, it's a, a Shabbos also, like Mishkan, Shabbos we tend to take for granted, because it's Shabbos, because it happens every week. But it's, it's a time, it's meant to be a time of incredible intimacy HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sounds like those were the two things Moshe Rabbeinu says to Kali Yisrael, you should know HaKadosh Baruch Hu took you fully back, you have Shabbos and you have Mishkan. You might have thought you lost Shabbos, you might have thought you lost Mishkan. Wow, yeah. I thought the Shabbos, Pesachim and Mishkan's Parashah were the source for Shemitah. The source for Shemitah? Yeah. I saw that in Sefer Really? Yeah. In this week's parasha? Yeah. Really? We gotta take a look together. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say Shabbos in Tevrakina, just Hashemitah. For Vayakel. No, for Kisisa. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. In Parshas Kisisa, in Parshas correct. In Parshas Kisisa, I'm sorry, I understand. The Gemara has an opinion. Rashi quotes. Why does the Torah have to reiterate you should be shoves from the plowing and the planting? So Rashi quotes that some opinions in the Gemara that uh, that's a reference to the other Shabbos. Shabbat Shmita. Correct, correct. Very good. Maybe you reference specifically to Tosefes Shvi'ah. So you start Shmita a little early, you end Shmita a little bit late. Here, at the beginning of Ayakil, the Torah then reiterates again Shabbos. Another two of Shabbos in the context of this Kihil HaKala Sa'eda. So the, here the significance is, I believe, about Shabbos. Um, that's the way the Gemara understands it. Savar is, is certainly a reference to specifics of, uh, of the Hilcha Shabbos. Understanding the structure of the Eastern Malacha. Um, and and but but the placement speaks to the fact that Shabbos is is as as the Torah also had said in the beginning of Kisisa, it's an oath between Hakadosh Baruch and Klal Shabbos is is a mitzvah like any other, but it also is a it's a, it's a uniquely a sign of the relation of Hakadosh Baruch and Klal And there's one other piece to this the other aftermath of the idea of the Ramban is how the Jewish people respond. Like for the Ramban, again, the Ramban just gave us a fresh picture of what's going on here. It's not just that Moshe Bain will teach them the of Shabbos and Mishkan. 
Moshe Benyamin was telling them he was teaching them to Shabbos and Mishkan. And, and at the same time, the meta message, and this is why he had to gather everyone, was to tell them, by telling them Shabbos and Mishkan, even after Chetegel, he's telling these rabbis, he should know, Kaddish Baruch was all in. We messed up horribly, Ruchote terribly, we endangered the relationship, and we're back. We did Shuva, we davened, and we're back. Fully back. And how did the Jewish people respond to that? How did they respond to that? So we know, if you open a Chumash, you see from Pasuk Dalad, all the way through Pasuk Yutes, is Moshe Rabbeinu, 16 Psukim, Moshe Rabbeinu presenting to the Jewish people, this is what Kaddish Baruch commanded, making the Mishkan, and making the big day Kuhuna, and uh, we're going to need collective Libo, everyone who's uh, generous can volunteer to bring the various things that we need. All the entire Eidah, again, Rabban said it was men, women, and children, they all left. They left this public year, and they came back. Anyone whose heart raised him, this Saoli Bo, or anyone whose Ruach wanted to volunteer. Before it was called Nadiv Lev. Now that gets broken into Nesia slave and Nadiva's Ruach. So what are those two things? So the second one, the Nidivas Ruach, Nidivas means the generosity. Kosha Nadva Rucha also, anyone who had Nidivas Ruach brought stuff, brought gold, brought chalas, and so on and so forth. The Rabban points out, but there are two phrases there. It's Nadva Rucho, they're the ones who brought things. But also Nisa'o Libo, someone whose heart raised him. So you could have thought that's the same thing. I mean, or two aspects. Your heart raised you and the practice and you're expressing with, with volunteerism. But look what Ramban says. It's a powerful idea. You ready? You ready? Look at Ramban. Pasa Kafal. On a days. Long night. Who are the people whose heart, especially if you look at the truck, it seems like they're two different groups. Everyone whose heart raised him came. And everyone who, who was feeling generous brought things. So what's that first group? What are they coming? What is this Nasius Halev, an upraised heart? And, and what are they doing? They just showed up and did what? The second group came, came with, 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 with goods. What did the first group come with? Because there's an Asnachta. So what's the first group? Dr. Abban, take a look at Rabbi Yisrael. A fantastic lesson for life. Even before we're zocha to, 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 to a mikdash. You know who that... Which other group is that? What were they coming with? They weren't bringing things. They were bringing themselves, the people who were volunteering to do the work. Remember, we uh, last week you learned the remarkable pella that Betzalel was such a multi-talented, multi-talented artisan. But he wasn't going to work alone; he's going to work with other people. Who else? Kolasha nisa'o libo. 
So whoever was not varucho, whoever was generous, brought stuff. You looked in the tent, what do I have to offer? Brings things. Nesal libo is the people who are ready to work. Now why is that called nesios halev? What? My heart raised me so that I can be a carpenter? Like what? My heart raised me so I could be a goldsmith? What does this mean? And what does that have to do with me? I live in New York, New Jersey. I live in urban or suburban. I don't work with wood and I don't work with gold. Now what does that have to do with me? Oh. Yomar Kane. He says the, the Jews who were bringing things, we never find that terminology that their hearts raised them, their hearts were raised. Yes, give them the divas. We have a generosity. So, what is, what's the parish of Nisa'olibo, that their hearts raised them? The To step up to do this work. It's, it required to see us because all these people were coming and stepping forward and saying, I want to work with the wood, I'm ready to work with the gold, I'm ready to work with textiles, I'm ready to work with gems. No one had been trained, as John Bonner and Ray said in last week's parasha. No one had been trained. No one had gotten, had apprenticed to, to a master carpenter in That's not. They were working with gook. They were working with mud and bricks. They weren't doing fine work. They, they didn't have any formal training. No one watched any YouTube videos in practice either. They, they, they didn't. They had no practice experience whatsoever. Now they're not having any formal training. They had zero experience. Even if someone's a little more mechanical and you play around, you figure stuff out. Nothing. No experience whatsoever. They never touched this. So then, what happened? They, they realized that they had an aptitude for it. They had an intuition about it. And here is a key line. Because we haven't yet explained what I mean. So in what way are their hearts upraised? He quotes a Pasuk from Diva Yama, I believe. Yeah, from Diva Yama. I believe it's about David HaMelech. And their hearts were tall in the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In other words, they had the confidence to say, I'm going to do this. I think I can do this. I've never done it before. It's the right thing to do. It has to be done. I think I have it within me. And I'm going to have the guts and the confidence to say, I'm in. They have the, they have the confidence. To come to Moshe Rabbeinu, to say, and again, remember, Moshe Rabbeinu is a pretty, uh, a pretty uh, intimidating figure right now. Just coming to Moshe for anything. This is, uh, he has the master on. You come to Moshe, you say, I need Esser I'm here. I'm volunteering. Whatever you need, I'm here. You need me to, to goldsmith. You need me to do carpentry, to weave, to embroider. Wow. And he says, he cries, Karatiz Abbasidah Acher. We already discussed this last week, Sedra, in Parsha Kisisa. That this was really. It was remarkable that Bitsalel suddenly, and we discussed last week, is that he was he'd always been incredibly talented with all these uh, all these crafts, and, and now I finally appreciate why. Or is it that like Shlomo Melech, Bitsal woke up that morning and suddenly Benes woke up knowing carpentry and goldsmithing? Whichever pellet it was, 
but but there was a more subtle power. There was a more subtle power, and this more subtle power was that there were many, many, many other Jews whose names you don't even know, who had the confidence to say, "I think I can do it. I've never done it before." Rebbeinu Shlom needs it. I'm in. And that's powerful stuff. And I would suggest that that is number one, flowing from the first rabbi we learned, and number two, super relevant to everyone. Meaning, number one, that this was part of Klai response. HaKadosh Baruch HaMoshe comes to Klai and says, not only do we have two luchas, not only do we have a second chance, but Mamish, we're, 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 HaKadosh Baruch is all in. You still have the gift of Shabbos. You still have the Mishkan. All the signs of the intimacy, the places of the intimacy of Kadesh Baruch and Kadesh Yisrael, they remain and they endure. Kadesh Baruch is as in with us as he was. Kadesh Hachuva. Goyel Kadesh Hachuva. Incredible. And Kadesh Yisrael responds. And they responded by saying, we're all in also. We're all in also. And Kadesh Baruch wants it. Amen. And that's... Uh, just looking uh, yesterday of Shabbos at the the opening that what we had seen in the in the Seal Sisham at the end of Parakeh is drawn directly from even more than I had realized from the opening lines of the tour at the very beginning of Arachaim. It talks about the, the Yehuda Ben opens with Yehuda Ben Tema that Mishnah at the end of the Parakeh Avos Az Kanamer Kal Kanesha and so on and so forth. And he says the very first thing you need to know. Is a Jew has to have guts, and Jews have confidence to be as kanamer to put on your game face, and a Jew has to. You realize that Kadosh Baruch is investing in you, and you have the confidence to jump in to be proud of uh, to be proud of what it is you want to do, to be proud to work for Kadosh Baruch to be proud to dream dreams of wanting to be a, a great person and a Kadosh Baruch Hu's model, to be a great Talmud Chacham, to be a great Yerushalayim. To great Balmidas, to do great things for Klai Show, to have the confidence to say, I intuit that I can do this. I never did it before. I'm going to give it a try. And that that was born out of a recognition that Kaddish Baruch Hu loves us. Avaz Kulo Sayyach. Baruch Hu was invested in, in me. And we made mistakes. And Kaddish Baruch we did Shuva, we Dabba. Kaddish Baruch Hu took us back. They even leave with Dark Hashem. So we're going to do our part. We're going to do our part. And we're going to believe in ourselves. We believe in our capacity to do great things for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's, that's the Nisa'oli Bal. The second group are the people who gave stuff, which was incredible. The Nadva, the nadva Rucho Oso to bring the Zav and the Tchels and so on and so forth. But the first group, the people who, who brought themselves, the people who believe that I can do it and I can do great things, that's talking to see a slave. The hearts were upraised. They were ready to they have the confidence to work for HaKadosh Baruch They had the confidence to give it a try. This is, uh, both have the relationship. The Ramban's uh, sensitive eye to the Psukim, the Psukim that we didn't see at the very beginning of Psukim that feel like they're repetitive. He's going to go on later. If you have a chance, you can take a look. He talks about the apparent repetition. Vayako Pikude, we heard in the Tzavah, uh, and later on, Take a look at that as well. But right away, in what seems like the very first repetition sounds like hey, we know this already. We don't know this already at all. This is this is totally fresh and totally super lamaisal.